There is only one true aristocracy, wrote Tennessee Williams, and that is the aristocracy of passionate souls. You know, it's fascinating to see with the lockdown in 2020, celebrities and TV chat show hosts try and create these at-home videos. To be honest, they suck. And there was also that awful Imagine sing-along. You remember that? So when Trevor Noah at home and tries to appear some kind of way in the same way that he appeared in the studio. It doesn't kind of work. There's something missing. I think Trevor Noah is great. I think he's very funny. But at home, just like any of these Tonight Show, like Stephen Colbert, without their laughter, they'd feel somehow not the same. They feel somehow lost. It's like if you're used to watching your favorite comedy sitcom with laughter and then you watch it without, something feels missing. It's because we're used to that environment. You know, when the whole world was about reading from auto cues and their support teams, when they're now thrust into this very democratized world where effectively they don't have much of an advantage over your average YouTuber, your average teenager. They somehow feel like they don't belong. Whereas teenage YouTubers, like a Ryan Kaji, for example, a 10-year-old kid who's earning 20 million bucks a year doing unboxing videos, they belong there because that's the, the digital native world in which they grew up in. They didn't grow up with canned laughter. They didn't grow up with huge production teams. They didn't grow up with auto cues. So will the coronavirus turn the tables on media? Probably not. But it certainly goes to show how much traditional media and communications relies on control as opposed to curation of the message. Think about that word, amateur. There is very much an association with the word amateur and somehow being ineffective. You know, if you want the job done, give it to a professional. If you somebody screws something up, they, you get called an amateur. You don't want an amateur pilot or an amateur brain surgeon removing a tumor from your head. You want a professional. However, producing media, telling your story isn't fatal if it goes wrong. Whereas flying a plane and some kind of keyhole surgery is. That word amateur comes from the Latin word amare, which means to love. And it's very hard to compete with an army of content producers who are passionate about their work. No, but what you can do is you don't have to control them, but you can curate them. Think about this in the context of B2B storytelling, which is in every single organization today, the biggest underutilized fixed asset of that organization are the people, is the conversations that those people are having right now. 
and to unlock the human potential of that organization means giving those people a voice. And the reason that people are scared of giving their people a voice is because we've grown up with this mindset of the studio, the professional polished show that has to be controlled if it is to be seen as professional. And yet there's nothing more authentic than a real person telling a real story about what that company means to them in their words. But traditional communications wants to control that because it's scared of the 1% that may say something negative about that company. So what it will do is it will control the 99% to silence the 1%. And that's why 99% of potential B2B storytellers are being silenced because the whole model is built on a pipeline and the pipeline is all about control of the flow and prevention of leakage. And yet the modern version of storytelling that we need is to get every single one of those people a voice. And it goes back to the Tennessee Williams quote, that is the true aristocracy of every single organization is that authority doesn't come from a job title anymore. Storytelling isn't executive privilege. Authority comes from attention. And if you have the attention of your audience, then you are an authority and you could be a manager, you could be a CEO, you could be the, the backroom intern. But if you have attention, you are a leader because attention is the most valuable commodity in business communications today. So what organizations, organizations need to do is empower those people who are natural storytellers and amplify them rather than control everybody because they're scared of the 1%. And here's the thing, that 1% already have a platform to amplify their voice. They will go to Glassdoor and bitch about your company, or they will go to social media and bitch about your company. So you cannot control them. And if you try and gag them, you'll lose. And we've seen some horror stories where, for example, we've seen HubSpot try and gag former employees. And this even got the, the FBI involved because they try to gag employees from talking. And yet the irony is, is that HubSpot has extremely high rankings, ratings on Glassdoor. So what they should be doing is rather than controlling the 1% who may be negative, give the 99% a voice, give them a megaphone and let them talk and let them talk in an amplified, curated and authentic way. They will drown the 1% out. This will be a warning to all media comms managers everywhere. If your industry ever becomes a level playing field, it's going to be overrun by amateurs. So what do you do? Do you fight it or do you amplify it? Do you try and control it or do you curate it? Do you try and make it perfect or do you try and make it optimal? That is the shift from control to curation, folks, that the future of business communication, the future of business B2B storytelling is not perfect, but it's optimal. 